everyone. Welcome to Podcast Insider for February 2nd, 2023. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Dell. Mike, how you doing? Hey, uh, happy Groundhog Day. I hope everybody has their Groundhog decorations up today. Did, did, uh, did he see a shadow or not? I don't know. I haven't oh. heard. <laughs> the way the winter's going, I think we're going to have more winter. So I'm just my prediction. <laughs> yep, yep. So it is. So it is. So uh, I'm back from Podfest. Had a great time out at the event, uh, hobnobbing with people and uh, speaking to. I got to do a 10 minute keynote in front of about 500 people. There was like five of us in an hour and got to also present with the from their pro track on Podcasting 2.0. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Because we, we're, we're podcasting 2.0 loaded here at Blueberry right now. Yes, that is for sure. Absolutely. But we've got some news. We have a best practice for you. We definitely got some Blueberry news. We've got a pro tip and a.k.a. the question of the week. So I see someone put out a, the state of podcasting for 2022. Yeah, that's uh, from Muckrack. And, you know, the gist of it is that uh, there was fewer people that started podcasting. But if you go through here, they have a lot of charts like, you know, 41% of the people surveyed started their own podcast. 28% were hired by another media company. That's impressive. Podcast. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, 25% joined an existing podcast team. You know, there was a couple other things. but And then, then they were talking about a shift towards paid content. 38% of them were going to do exclusive and bonus episodes uh, or you know, 32% early release, uh, you know, a bunch of little graphs like this. And uh, awesome. it, it's quite interesting. You know, I think it's a worthwhile read. So I included it here. Yes, yeah, back in, they released it back in October, but for some reason that completely missed our radar. Yeah, I, so, I noticed that as well. It, it, it came up on a search this morning. I'm like, really? Wow. 22 if it came out in October, but yeah, it's relevant. They did the thing. They did a, a you know, a, a survey and I don't know who they surveyed. So. Sure. Sure. I assume it was like 600 people, which is a pretty good number. Yeah. It's a very so. good, uh, you know, good sample anyway. Yeah. So check it out. Well, Amy's announced their nominees for the 2023 awards. I looked through that list. Boy, there's, I'm telling you, Mike, there's some podcasts out there. I'm, I've never heard of that made that list and I'm sure they're all great, but it's just like, there's a lot of content being created that uh, just kind of flies by the radar. That's the thing. I'm looking at, you know, there's a lot of these I'd probably be interested in. I'm like, wow, I never heard of it. Yeah, it's cool. The one bad thing about this list that they put out, there's no links back to the podcast. Oh, so, really? So now I got to go search on my podcast app to check out some of well, That is a little odd that they would do that, but it's, it's, uh, their nominees are out and pretty big list of nominees. Uh, rumor has it about a thousand shows applied for the awards. Um, yeah, it looks so, like they have six, seven or eight in each category that uh, were nominated uh, for the final roster. The Amy's brought in some money, you know, $250 to register for a category that of course, and that's probably why a lot of those, a lot of those shows were professional shows. You know, you see Wondery Gimlet and, you know, uh, and it kind of makes me laugh audible because audible shows are really not even really podcasts because they don't have an RSS feed. Right. But I guess they were pretty loose in their, uh, 
they decided not to go with the technical definition of a podcast, but anytime that you consume content, just like Joe Rogan show, it's, you know, while they, it's the Joe Rogan show, but it's not the Joe Rogan podcast because you can't subscribe to it anymore, except for on a single app, which is Spotify. So, right. Uh, one, one, one I noticed that I, I actually listened to under the best production and sound design, 20,000 Hertz. Oh, so that's a really good show, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard it, but so anyway. anyway, so check out the Ambies, and if you are a member of the the Academy, you can vote through February sixteenth, I think, on the nominees to pick the winners. So the Academy members actually do the actual final voting. Podcastguest.com announces that they they were acquired. They were looking for a home, and uh, I guess some investor bought them. The new owner is Brian Scully, and he's a uh, serial investor slash entrepreneur. So we'll see uh, where that goes. But he, uh, let's see, has over 25 years experience in growing early stage startup companies. So sounds like he's one of the guys that can uh, get this thing rolling for them, hopefully. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. Now, Spotify's been in the news a lot, not necessarily positively here recently. <laughs> and uh, I have to giggle because the Spotify CEO says, I may have gotten carried away with spending. And, you know, what's kind of funny is when they were buying all those properties, I was saying, boy, they're, they're spending money like a drunk sailor. Yeah. So they spent nearly, well, not nearly, a billion, a billion with a B, a billion dollars worth of podcast properties. Would they buy Gimlet, uh, some other studio? They made deals with uh, two hundred million on Rogan, and you know, so it just goes on and on and on. And and they're they've only brought in like four hundred million total in advertising. You know, they've spent a hefty amount of money to get not a good return on the dollar. Now, you know, if we remember back when they were getting ready to buy, or when they bought Anchor, Anchor rumored was that they were almost out of runway. They were almost out of money. And they spent like a hundred plus million dollars for Anchor and, you know, a, a site that had no zero income. So, yeah, it was, um, you know, he, yep, he may have gotten a little carried away. I kind of agree. <laughs> oh, the, and the thing is, if you read the article, oh, yeah, they're down. He, he's, he says that their pro podcast strategy has not changed and will not change. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe it'll pay off for them. Maybe it won't. I think their their big thing was to uh, to take a bite out of Apple and yeah, their well, market share in podcasting. And very little. Yeah, it's it's happening a little, but yeah, and some shows, but most shows are under under eight percent. So you know, it still makes them number two. Don't get me wrong, but it is a uh, it is a curious emission, and you know they they are under the gun because with the free money gone and interest rates the way they are, they have to make money. Companies, that's why, you know, you follow what's going on with uh, Twitter and some of those other platforms. They have, they have to be profitable. They can't just like, there's, they can't go to the well anymore because money they have to borrow to keep the companies up is at these extraordinary high interest rates. And that, you know, that doesn't make for a good uh, long, you know, I think Elon just spent 300 million on a, just paying the interest payment alone to a bank. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, that's crazy, but all right. Anyway, so we'll see what happens with Spotify. I, I, I don't know if I'd want to be hosted over there right now. 
So there's a new show. What's this, this new show that's coming out? Yeah, it's a comedian, Joe Para, and I truthfully haven't heard of him, but this announcement just caught my eye and I thought it was funny. Uh, Joe Para, who's already helped put audiences to sleep, <laughs> it's live stand-up comedy, animated special, and live-action television show is now going to help people doze off into slumber via a podcast. So, you know, there's a show out there called Sleep With Me. This right. one's called... Uh, Drift off with Joe Para. So he's a comedian that's going to bore us so bad that we'd fall asleep. That's the idea. <laughs> you know, it's funny that Sleep With Me show. That guy says, you know, he, the most boring podcast in podcasting, and it's huge. So, <laughs> you know, who knows? You know, it's, I guess it's a little better than uh, playing, uh, you know, thunderstorms or <laughs> yeah. sounds or whatever. So you might learn something before you fall asleep. So, you know, this next topic, we're going to move over into best practice is something that we want all of you to participate in. And because we've now implemented across both the Blueberry dashboard and on PowerPress and in PowerPress, it's in an experimental area of settings. And in the Blueberry dashboard, it's in settings also under experimental tab. It's really not experimental. It's working, but we want you guys to use caution when you're implementing this and we want you to play. But Mike, why don't you tell them anyway, initially, what, what really the definition of value for value is? Well, value for value is more than just a tech thing. You know, everybody talks about the tech of it. And it is a tad geeky, but it's getting easier. But basically, it's a way for your audience to support and interact with your show. It's kind of an alternative to advertising, which will free you up to do things on your show that advertisers might not like. Uh, so, you know, and it's getting easier with the with our implementation. We've made it, I, I think, as easy as anybody. Yeah, easy. You know, just a few steps to get your show, you know, re ready for value for value. Uh, with Alby, our, our partner, and I believe you can do it with Fountain. And uh, even if you roll your own, we, we've got settings for that. But I, I think we should back up, though. Yeah. And first of all, more importantly, if you want to understand about the full ecosystem of value for value, you should go to value, the number four, value.info, and go through that site. Take 15, 20, 25 minutes, go through it, and understand... Uh, what is being presented there. First of all, for years, I've asked on my show to make PayPal donations. I call folks that donate to my show uh, two, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 dollars a month. I call them insiders. On my tech show, Geekness Central Comic, I call them Geekness Central Insiders. Well, that is always, you know, I've gotten a trickle of payments every month. And this value for value is a little bit different. It's a mindset of, you're giving very valuable information. And in return, they monetarily support you with value back. And the value can be multiple things. It could be someone helping you with the show, could somebody helping with show notes, could be someone helping with your chapter files. It could be someone submitting album art for your episode. There's just a whole mix of things where people are sending value back. But the value that we've added to our platform is the ability for a content listener on a new podcast app. Basically these new podcast apps are at newpodcastapps.com and it includes 
Fountain, Castomatic, Podverse, Pocket Cast, and oh, Pocket Cast, not yet. And Podcast uh, Addict is out. Now. Podcast Addict, but they're not, they're doing lit. They're not doing value for value yet. So there's about four or five apps that support the ability for your listeners to basically fund their wallet within those apps um, in using a debit card and be able to donate on a moment's notice, either through what's called a boost gram or something you basically send a, a specified amount of, and in this instance, Satoshis and Satoshis are one, 100 millionth of a Bitcoin. It's the smallest, just like we have pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, 50 cent pieces, a dollar piece, dollar five, 10, 15, 20, 50 and a hundred dollar bills. Bitcoin has a penny renomination too called a Satoshi. And if you send someone a thousand Satoshis, I think it's a quarter. It's a small amount. A thousand Satoshis. If you tried to send a show a quarter through PayPal, they wouldn't let you because it's not enough to even cover the transaction fee. So to send a quarter, it might cost you a penny to send the quarter. Or even a dollar, it costs a penny to send it. So you can send these micropayments, but you can... Along with that, as a listener, you can send a note. And I'll tell you some, I just read a couple examples of notes I got yesterday. And it's something, this is a, in reference to something called Lit. We'll talk about that later. But the contributor, Adam, said, Lit is an exciting new format of live audio and instant feedback with boost grams. You're leading the revolution. And they sent 2,222 sats. And then sometimes audiences talk to one another because they'll send in a boost. And someone said, uh, Dave said, loving Rob bot voice. Rob was coming across on one of our channels. He sent 25,000 sats. And Adam replied, Adam waves at Dave and sends 21,112 sats. So there becomes one upmanship in this where if you have this running and you're watching the stream of, Satoshi's come in and that's another thing too. People can donate by the minute. They yeah. can do boost. It really, man, it builds incredible engagement. I mean, yeah. really incredible engagement. Yeah. It, it's great. You know, and I'm, I'm listening to a show live. Now this kind of drifts away from value for value a little bit because you know, with the live item tag, I can listen right in podverse to a right. show that's going live. And I, I always love that because then I can, you know, send them a, a note with a boostogram for a quarter or whatever, yeah. and, and they read it on the air a lot of the time. Yep. And it, you know, it's just it makes your audience feel like they're more involved in your show. And that streaming thing is actually bigger too. The yeah. stream satoshis, uh, you could set it like I, I set mine to you know ten satoshis a minute. Right. And your podcaster that you're listening to will see that coming in as they go. And it's just neat. And it doesn't cost a heck of a lot of money. And no. that's the, that's the cool part. And the thing too is somebody's, Oh, I don't like crypto. I call it crypto stigmatism. And you know, crypto, to be honest with you, this is not an investment thing. What you're really buying in a way I want you to kind of think about it is for, let's say $25, you buy so many tokens. It's like going to an amusement park, right? You get so many tokens for $25. And then you can divvy those tokens out to the content creator. And the best part about this is the way this system is set up 
is that maybe if you're using the fountain app, maybe they take 1% or put a fee on there of 1%. So the fountain app gets paid to continue doing development. Then at Blueberry, what we do for you using the service, we do charge a 3% fee on PowerPress and on the dashboard. If you send 20,000 Satoshis to me, I still get the 20,000 Satoshis. It just costs you an extra 3% to send those or your audience to send those. And what ultimately is going to happen is, is you're going to build a new ecosystem. And we see some creators already making as much or more money on a monthly basis through value for value, not only getting stuff from PayPal or Cash App or any other place where people are contributing cash through normal means, but also through this value for value feature, which is, you know, we don't want to get in the techno part of this. (laughs) And it goes into your wallet. And we partnered with a company called Albi. You just sign up for an account. They ship us over the information that we have to know to put in your RSS feed. And then you can set up additional things called splits and stuff like that later. You don't, we don't have to get into that now, but Mike, what are the steps it's, for it's, them to get started today? Yeah, super simple. In the experimental tab of uh, either PowerPress or Blueberry's dashboard for your show, first off, you go sign up for an account at getalbi.com. And uh, then you can fund your wallet there. Actually, they don't even have to fund a wallet because they're yeah, going to be receiving. Yeah, yeah, don't have to put no money in it at all. Now, see, I, I like to fund my wallet because yeah. I like to play back the other way. Sure, sure. And, and for listeners, that's how they would right. get to it. So, but anyway, once, once you've funded your wallet or not, then you go to your Blueberry feed settings and either of those places to the experimental tab, and you just put in your Albi Lightning address, it's called. But it kind of looks like an email address. Once you put that in there and hit the little button, it puts all the necessary gobbledygook in the settings. You hit save and you are enabled for value for value. Now, there is something important here. The PowerPress users, you just have to put the fountain address as an example. And don't enter this in your configuration, blueberry at getalby.com. That's our fountain address for blueberry. Yours will be whatever your username is at getalby.com. Now, in the Blueberry dashboard, we've actually got a tighter API where you can actually sign up for GetAlby right in the dashboard. That's right. I forgot about that. And then it sends you over there. You sign up, and then we pull that data back. So either way, it's very, very automated, very simple. And it doesn't cost you anything to get an Albi. Free. Yep. So then all you have to do is, number one, we'll get you educated. We've got a podcasting 2.0 page on Blueberry that you can search for. We've got the valueforvalue.info website that was written by another party that is a great resource. And then promote on your show that you are now value for value enabled. Tell your listeners to check out a new podcast app over at newpodcastapps.com and you're, you're in the game. We want you guys to do this because it's, for me, it took about two months to really educate my audience Say, okay, once you go over and grab the fountain app, or once you go over and use Podverse, you know, and set this up and, you know, explaining little by little, taking a few minutes each episode to explain it. And now I probably have got about 50 people that are using the new podcast apps. They're contributing more to the show than I've ever gotten before. 
in the form of what's called boostgrams with a comment or streaming Satoshis by the minute or just making flat out donations. And it comes in a dollar, two dollars, five dollars at a time, but there's no transaction fees. So this value for value is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it's, as Adam always says, it's time, talent or treasure. So it's not always money. It, yep. You know, it's people involved in other ways as well. You know, like you have people sending you uh, cover art. Yep. A little bit. And, you know, that's that's, that's value that, back. Yeah. So there's more to there's more to podcasting than advertising. That's right. <laughs> that's, you know, nothing wrong with advertising. But you can do both. You can run programmatic and Blueberry at the same time you're doing Valley for Valley. And actually, we've got a lot of folks doing good with programmatic. Yes. So, again, go over to Blueberry.com, search for the words in our search bar, Podcasting 2.0. That'll get you a prepper in layman's terms, what Podcasting 2.0 is all about. There's a whole bunch of new stuff in there that we're going to be talking about on the show. And lots of reels and videos are going to be coming out because PowerPress 9.1.0 is out has all of the podcasting 2.0 features that we've rolled out so far. And I think a couple of them are silent. You don't see them, but I think there's 10, 10 features, I think. Yep. Yep. What we've done is we already implemented transcripts. Yep. We introduced something called a lock tag. Yep. There's GUID, which you don't, we'll never see, but basically we're going to sign a, a GUID to your show that will be unique. You have the ability now to enter chapters and it's different than my, Apple chapters is in the best tool to use to in matter of fact, you can have your audience help you with chapters through an application called hypercatcher. There's a funding tag that is similar to the donate tag, but you can put in a PayPal or Patreon or buy me, uh, a, coffee. A buy me a coffee, whatever you want a funding tag. Then there's a cool thing called live. We're not going to get in that today. Yeah. text is a new thing where we're going to be able to take the uh, email addresses out of RSS feeds. So when you're going out and claiming a show somewhere on a different or submitting your show for inclusion and, or you need to move a show, you, it's just like a um, domain name you, or a, or DNS. You'll be able to put a little piece of text and we've got the value, which is value for value. Something that pod ping basically helps get your show out faster and one of the cool ones I like is location. You can actually say, I recorded this show today. And we put two location tags in this show where we say we're in Coldwater, we're in Traverse City, Michigan. And if we have a guest in the show notes, in the episode content, we can put the location. So these are all new things. Oh, yeah. The, oh, and the uh, person tag, which is uh, yep. the features called credits. That's right. And you can put credits in there. So like Todd and I are co-hosts, uh, you know, Kate and... The other folks over at Blueberry Pro are producers and editors and, and whatnot. And you can put all that in the feed for both an episode and for the main show. So if you have a guest on that one episode, you put their credit in yeah. there. It's the guest. Yep. So it's all rolled out in PowerPress. It's all rolled out in Blueberry Dashboard. We're excited about it. So uh, I hope that you'll play with some of this stuff. Some of this stuff is a one-time setup and forget it. And then you're going to see more podcast apps come out with all of these new features. So if you're headed to Podcast Movement Evolution March and would like to schedule a meeting with us, we have a link in the show notes. Yes. Uh, Todd, myself, uh, are going to be there from Blueberry Proper. And Toby, Lee, and Kate are all going to be there from Blueberry Pro. So oh. Wandering around the uh, the show as well. So 
Go check that yeah. out if you're going to be in Vegas. Podcast Move Evolutions at the Westgate. Yeah. So uh, we'll be hanging out there, probably doing a little bar time, doing a booth time. So you'll be able to hang out with us. But Mike, you and I tomorrow, I, everyone's excited about what we've done. So we're actually going to be on the board meeting over at Podcasting 2.0. We're going to be on the show with Adam and Dave. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. We, we were on there about like maybe a year and a half ago and it was a good time. And uh, this time we're going to go uh, talk about all the new stuff plus whatever they want to talk about. That's so right. It'll be fun. Be uh, fantastic. And we will be lit and live, too. So if you want to see what that looks like, uh, there'll be a link in the show notes where you can go check it out. So what time is that going to happen, Mike? 1230 Central Time. 130 Eastern to 3 o'clock, right? Yeah. All right. Very, very cool. All right. Well, we do have a pro tip. You know, AI was a big discussion point at PodFest. Yeah. And uh, there were some interesting products out there, but... AI? I don't think so. Well, I'll let you be the judge. Here we go. Hi, it's Toby Goodman here. Now, today, I was going to put out a podcast that was a fake. And at the last minute, I decided not to. So what happened was I went on to chat gpt which the world seems to be raving about right now or certainly talking about which is this open source piece of software you go in you ask it to write something and it spits an answer out in real time in a really coherent well-written non-bot looking um article and that's what happened i wrote in Tell me why podcasting is good for business growth. And it spat out five bullets with opening segments and closing segments and explainers. And the five bullet points, I'm not going to go into detail, but number one, targeted audience. Number two, cost effective. Number three, builds credibility. Number four, long lasting content. And number five, which made me laugh, is human connection. Now, all of those things I know to be true as somebody who spends my life talking about why podcasting is great for business growth. But I actually don't know where this content comes from. And it must have come from somewhere. And I don't want to be the person reading verbatim something that has been taken from someone else's head, from someone else's brain. Uh, it's come from somewhere. I literally don't know where it's come from. So it amused me, made me think, hmm, that could be useful. And then Kate, who produces this segment, just literally was like, well, you don't know where it's from. So and she's right. I don't. I'm not sure what I think of what the future of this looks like. I think we're going to see some regulation. I think we're going to see some interesting lawsuits uh, coming from plagiarism. And I think we're going to see possibly some pretty crazy stuff if people start asking critical questions where they don't know the answer i.e. you know, a health-based question. Now, I typed in something I have a very well-schooled positioning on right i wrote a book on why podcasting is good for business growth and it, the result of these answers aren't going to change anyone's lives from a critical standpoint so okay so it doesn't matter but i'm still not gonna read content that i'm not sure where it comes from and yeah i wonder so my conclusion really is that as podcasters we're in a pretty good place because we're still talking as real people, most of us, <laughs> into microphones and sharing our thoughts and also sharing the process behind our thoughts. 
which gives us some context, um, which I think occasionally inspires original thought and invention, which is something that really humans are brilliant at and perhaps these bots aren't. So yeah, very interested to watch this debate as it happens. I won't be using chat GPT too much, if at all, and I certainly won't be using it to publish any stuff, even though that was my original thought and it would be fun to then reveal that it wasn't me and it was this new cool bot. But actually, the more I think about it, all credit to Kate as well. This is weird. (laughs) So there you are. That's my experience and that's me coming clean before I publish something that wasn't actually me even though I was going to reveal it. Anyway, have a great one and I'll see you next time. And by the way, the one thing about all of these original podcast things with actual real people are you cough and you are and you um and all of that stuff is human. It's normal and it's part of speaking. But some of us are and um a little bit more than others, which is understandable because when we think we stutter and we stop and that's okay. But before you put your podcast out into the world, you might want to get some of those R's and ums removed without feeling like you're being edited or stuff's being changed or your words are being reordered. And the best way to do that is with the Blueberry Pro team who are real humans who listen to every single second of audio its clients and our clients put in And so the content is never edited, only the audio quality is. And you only get that guarantee when you're dealing with real human people. So if you'd like help with that, with your podcast, do get in touch. It's blueberrypro.com. You can find us on the Blueberry website and I will see you next time. You know, Mike, I, I did a little experiment on my own. Yeah, I heard about that. So we released Quicklinks, and I had just come back from CES 2023. So I asked Jasp.ai, which I have an account on, more just to see what this thing is doing, to write an article about CES 2023. And it punched it out, and I took about 15 minutes to edit some stuff that was obviously wrong. But it talked in a lot of generalities and didn't really kind of get specific. Then I went to Contents.com, and we had just released quick links that morning and there was only a press release and a blog post out. That was it. So I wanted to say, okay, is it going to know what blueberry quick links are? And I said, write uh, an article. Basically, you know, give me five features of blueberry quick links or something to that effect. And it spit me out an article that again, it got about, you know, maybe 75, 80% right. And I had to spend again, 15 minutes. And I put those two articles up on my personal website and I asked my, my tech show audience, which one I wrote and which one, was written by a bot and they basically it went about 50 50. Both of them were written by an AI. So here's what I'm concerned about. And one thing I think that we as content creators need to be very, very careful of. We did an experiment here where I said, write five interview questions for my name. And then I said, write five interview questions for another well known podcaster's name. I actually said 10, write 10 interview questions. Five of the questions that it wrote for me, it also wrote for another person. So we could end up with a lot of duplicity in using these bots as a way to come up with questions for guests and stuff like that. Another thing that I noticed was 
at PodFest, there was a company there that was using AI to edit video. And I got really, really weirded out by that product. But another product I found called CapShow, they have a kind of a hybrid model. They take your audio transcript and analyze the transcript. And then they make shorts. They help you with your show notes, with keywords. That to me was very, very interesting. You can find them at capshow.com. We're going to, I'm actually having a meeting with them and their team next week to talk about exactly where they source this. Cause I'm really concerned that podcasters, if they become too over-reliant on this, do we take something that these things have spit out and do we have to then run it through a plagiarized checker? Because CNET ran into a problem where their bot, their article writing bot was, I mean, massively, and I don't know what service they were using, but massively plagiarizing stuff that had been collected. They take a snippet here, snippet there, snippet there, shoved it all together. So you basically had a few words change but for instances of plagiarism within a paragraph. Yeah. So these machines have to get this source information somewhere and they regurgitate it and run home to mom a little bit. I think we have to be very, very careful. Google is going to be looking for this. And if they find your site full of AI generated content, I, I, I don't think it's going to bode well for yeah, your I, ranking. You know, I think there's a use for it. I, I kind of like that, you know, where they go through your transcript and, give you suggestions and whatnot. But as far as the actual writing of articles and scripts and whatnot, that's going to be a little dangerous, but we'll see how it all uh, shakes out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that is a little bit of a reach into AI. And see, we're going to be talking about this a lot more this year. We'll see, but we got our question of the week. The question is I'm using PowerPress for my feed and I want to switch using Blueberry Publisher. Is this possible? And what are the advantages and disadvantages of doing this? Okay, well, of course it's possible. Anything's possible. Now, the big disadvantage is that your feed will no longer come from your own domain, which we fi find it to be a really good thing for search and for you know, just credibility that, that your feed is part of your stuff, not our stuff. So that, that would be the disadvantage. The, f the feed would be coming from Blueberry, which, you know, we're, we're okay with that. It works well, but it, it's to your disadvantage uh, because of SEO and, and other things like that. The advantage is that you won't have to worry about the functionality of your website to keep your podcast online. In my opinion, it's not worth the trade. WordPress is not that hard to deal with. And if you want a WordPress site that you don't have to deal with, you can use our websites that are free with each hosting plan. That's right. So, You know, again, I understand sometimes people want to move around, but that feed on your.com is the gift that's going to keep giving to you over a long term because it's, it's about discovering, about Google ranking and... You won't get as good of an advantage doing that by having your show basically on blueberry.com directly as a, you know, as a third-party site. But don't forget about all the new stuff we've released. Quick links. It's, it's all in the settings. We've got the ability for you to do a media kit. We've got the ability for you to run a listener survey. Dig through Blueberry at blueberry.com. Media mastering. And we've, the media mastering by Aphonic, powered by Aphonic from Blueberry. The ability to get transcripts now powered by Rev. 
we are really putting products and services on, on the platform for you so that you can publish, analyze, grow, thrive, monetize, all these kicker words that we use at blueberry.com. <laughs> it's really, we're leading the pack now when it comes to new functionality for your shows. So take advantage of it. Use this stuff that we've put forth for you to be able to have an advantage, a tactical advantage over folks that don't host at blueberry.com. And if you are listening to the show and you're not hosting at Blueberry, Mike and his team is the foremost experts of moving anyone from anywhere. But if you've got a question you'd like us to answer the show or a subject you'd like us to use to cover on the show, drop an email to mike at blueberry.com, audio, text, or video, and we may use it. You can also post a question on the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group. Yep, and uh, we're produced and edited today by the Blueberry Pro production team over at blueberrypro.com. And uh, today I understand we have a new editor, Iris. Uh -huh. So she'll be editing for us. So so uh, make us sound smarter. Iris, th welcome to the uh, production team. And we look forward to hearing your edits and making us sound smarter. But we want to thank you for listening to Podcast Insider. Join us next week, or better yet, subscribe or follow in the podcast app of your choice. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week. 